Hey, GeoTrackers, Dr. Hal here, host of the GeoTrack podcast. Can you believe that we've reached the end of 2023? I'm looking at the calendar. I can't believe it. Where has the year gone? Well, we've done a lot of adventures this year, 25 podcasts, including this one. That's pretty much two podcasts per month. And we took some fun adventures together. We went up to the Storm Chaser Summit in Oklahoma City this past February. In March, it was out to the Sierra Nevada Mountains out there in California and Nevada to cover stories with the heavy snow loads and the record-breaking snow out there in the high Sierras this past winter. Then in April, it was down to the National Tropical Weather Conference in South Padre Island. And then for a lot of the summer, I, I just mostly personally stayed home in Galveston, Texas, was recording a lot of podcasts remotely. We did a storm chase together out to Hurricane Adelia in the Florida Panhandle and Florida Big Bend area, but that was really the only hurricane chase this past year. So nonetheless, we covered a lot of stories and we took a lot of adventures together. And keeping with the tradition of past years, we're going to do a top 10 memories of the 2023 GeoTrek podcast. I really think there's value in sometimes taking a break and looking out from the mountaintop assessing the landscape around us and remembering where we've been, what we've covered and what were the big lessons learned. So here we go with the top 10 moments of the 2023 GeoTrek podcast. If you're new to the podcast, GeoTrek explores the world investigating stories related to extreme weather and natural disasters not covered by the mainstream media. We're really interested to explore the physical science behind extreme weather and natural disasters. So physically, what causes these events to happen? What are their impacts on society? And then what can we do to get out ahead of them to mitigate, prepare, and reduce losses, both in terms of human life and economic damage as well? My number 10 memory for the GeoTrek podcast this past year was sitting at the dining room table of Gary Ringate and Kelly Murphy Ringate in my hometown of Galveston, Texas. Gary and Kelly have a second home that they've invested in and they spend a lot of time down in Galveston. They're from Minnesota and we recorded a podcast called Hot Dates in Minnesota, Stories and Insights from a Firefighting Couple. It's episode 82 on the GeoTrek podcast. What I loved about our conversation that day at their dining room table, there was so much focus on education and prevention. So there's a lot of things, for example, with fire, we can say, well, once you have a kitchen fire, how do you put it out? Once you have a fire in you know, the, the basement, oh, what, what should you do? Should you open windows or close them? How should you respond once there's a fire? But a lot of our conversation focused on things you can do to prevent the fire in the first place. And that's a big thing with disaster preparedness, I think, is really prevention. And we often hear the statistic that $1 spent on preparation and mitigation save $6 in losses with a disaster. And so whether it's flooding, hail, blizzards, hurricanes, or house fires, prevention is really the best thing we can do to get out ahead and keep losses from happening in the first place. I thought that was a really relevant conversation. I also learned a lot about how to prepare my home and to avoid fires from happening. And unfortunately, if they were to happen, what you can do to respond to them. You can hear all of that on episode 82 there with Gary and Kelly. A great episode. My number nine memory for the GeoTrek podcast in 2023 was standing in the foyer in the entryway at the 22nd Bell County Water Symposium in Central Texas, interviewing person after person after person that said they came out to the Water Symposium 
really to make sure they're getting the most accurate and credible information about water in Central Texas. I thought this was so relevant, and I love this moment because more and more we hear people talking about misinformation. How can you trust the media? How can you trust scientists? How can you trust these different sources? And with the rise of social media and apps and the way that information is shared, right? If all of our information is coming from scrolling through Facebook or TikTok or Instagram, and and we're really doing these one minute bite size info pieces, we can really be misled and we can really be led astray. At some point, we need to get away from our phones and go to a workshop go to a symposium, go to a conference and meet with people that are really investing their lives in research and in understanding the credible science and doing outreach and communication. And the reason that's so important is because we need to make sure that we're aligning with what's really true and what's really accurate. So I thought that was great. You can hear about that on GeoTrek episode 84, Perspectives from the 22nd Bell County Water Symposium in Central Texas. Again, there were just a lot of different voices from that symposium. And I mentioned there just again whatever your field whether you work in disaster science or not get out to a professional workshop or a meeting uh, periodically so that you're making making sure that you're networking you're connecting with people but also that your perspectives are aligned with what's accurate and aligned with reality my number eight memory of the geotrek podcast this past year was hanging out with my friends at east beach in Galveston, Texas, for the Women in Coastal Science Seminar Series. We did a podcast on this, episode number 76, called Women in Coastal Science, Engineer Tiffany Statton with PEA Group. This was a really popular lecture series, and I got to participate and engage with Tiffany on a conversation about flood resiliency in the greater Houston-Galveston area with lessons that apply well beyond that area, really to the whole country and even internationally as well. I really like this seminar series just because it brings people out. We're engaging and we're having conversations publicly in some of these issues like flood resiliency that need a lot of voices at the table, a lot of diverse perspectives. And I love that the Women in Coastal Science lecture series is becoming so popular, so well known. This past year, it actually won a national award. It's just getting a lot of recognition and rightfully so. I'm really excited about that. And I'm excited as well because I like seeing the workforce becoming more diverse. I like seeing more women in the workforce and more minorities in the workforce, just people with different perspectives coming from different angles. I think we really need that. Y'all know I love uh, international affairs and international engagements as well. Uh, Just the more perspectives we have and different ways of seeing things, the more we can really have creative ways to solve these problems that we're up against. So I really enjoyed the conversation there. It was a really cool podcast. Check that out again. It's episode number 76. It's the second year in a row that we covered the Women, Women in Coastal Science Lecture Series. And there's something there really for a broad audience, no matter where you live. My number seven memory of the GeoTrek podcast this past year was hanging out in Steenhatchee, Florida, the day after Hurricane Adelia in the workshop of kind of a quirky guy named Alan. He's a very high energy character. I I just knew from meeting him, wow, I'm going to remember this guy, I think, for a long time. 
Alan really was quite a character, and we brought him on the podcast there in episode number 78 called Voices from Hurricane Adelia. He was a character really lives right there on the river. He could have flooded very badly in Adelia. Fortunately, the, the storm surge wasn't quite as bad as forecast, but really we talked to a lot of locals there about their perspective on flooding and how the storm impacted them as well. We also traveled over to Tarpon Springs, Florida, just in the northern part of the Tampa, St. Petersburg metro area and did an an interview with a man of Greek heritage named George. And that was really culturally significant because Tarpon Springs, Florida has this tremendous Greek heritage that come from the sponge divers way back to 1905. It just reminded me as I travel along the Gulf Coast that a lot of these communities It's not just that we're putting up condos and big box stores. A lot of them have a really significant heritage and history that is irreplaceable. When you go to Tarpon Springs, you see all the Greek restaurants and the different Greek stores, and you read the history there. It's like, wow, this isn't just another place. This is a unique place. And so that reminded me that when it floods in our coastal communities, it's not just a matter of loss of human life and economic losses, it can also impact really the heritage and the history of these unique places. And so that's one reason I love getting out and traveling with GeoTrack. You go to these places and it really puts them in in color. You know, it puts them in, in a perspective. You're like, wow, this shows me the unique colors of this place. And so that, those memories are really special to me from episode number 78, Voices from Hurricane Adelia. It was the only hurricane chase we did this year. It was just a pretty quiet hurricane season as far as impact. But as always, GeoTrek will get out there on the ground, interact with the people, and try to understand what were the impacts of that hurricane. My number six memory from 2023 on the podcast was standing on the recording platform at the National Tropical Weather Conference in South Padre Island, interviewing all these researchers, scientists, and science communicators. So to share a little bit about the National Tropical Weather Conference, there's an in-person conference in early April in South Padre Island. It's an amazing conference every year. I'd strongly recommend that you come and participate. If you can't make the trip to South Padre, you can interact with the conference really generally from May through October almost every Wednesday morning. There's a National Tropical Weather Conference that's virtual, and you can still participate even from your home or your office. So this was a really great conference this past year. Again, a lot of great speakers. We learned a lot. And I've taken more of a leadership role within the National Tropical Weather Conference. I'm now on the science panel for every Wednesday's virtual conference. But also, I did the interviews out on the recording platform, provided those for the conference. But also, they were made available for the GeoTrek podcast. And you can listen to them on episode number 69 called Advances in Hurricane Research, Forecasting Products, and Education Outreach from the National Tropical Weather Conference. Again, this was recorded live this past early April. And again, I I would really recommend that you look into this conference. One thing about this conference that's unique is that generally, I don't know, between maybe 80 80 and 110 people participate, and we all stay in the same session. So it's really good for networking and building relationships. Sometimes we go to these mega conferences with 3,000 people, and you may leave there feeling like you don't even know if you really met anyone you're going to keep in touch with. At the National Tropical Weather Conference, we sit in the sessions together, we eat our meals together, we do extracurricular things together. And so you leave there with maybe six or seven new friends that you built relationships with. And that can really help you uh, professionally to grow that type of networking. So check it out, National Tropical Weather Conference, and check out that podcast, episode number 69. 
Well, hey, everybody, here we are at the top five memories of the GeoTrack podcast in 2023. I've noticed as I put together this list that the top memories for me are all really special experiences that I've had. Either when I've gone out there on adventures, I've gone to conferences and workshops, or sometimes when people have visited me in my hometown of Galveston and wanted to talk about disaster resiliency. You know, it's interesting here in the podcast, we're doing more than just learning information. We're actually getting out there in the world, making the world bigger, you know, connecting things and sharing that with you uh, so that we can share those insights so you can grow as well. So we love doing that on the podcast. And you'll notice that in a lot of the top, uh, the, the top memories, it's usually really special experiences that we share with you. Well, hey, number five was a special memory. Last March during spring break, a special group of students and faculty from Utah State University visited me in Galveston, Texas over their spring break. They were landscape architecture students. So landscape architecture is all about the planning and design of everything outside of buildings. So when you think about urban spaces, parks, transportation, uh, walkways, anything like, th anything like that, that really has to do with the field of landscape architecture. Professor Benjamin George from Utah State University reached out to me and said, hey, our students are going to be on the Gulf Coast. We saw your hurricane tour in Galveston. Would you have time to host our students and faculty and show them around? I thought for sure. And it was such a special night. It's always fun to talk to people coming from a different angle on disaster resiliency planning and to see how they view the world. I learned a lot that night, and uh, we really had a special time together. And you can learn more about this on GeoTrek podcast number 67 called Landscape Architecture and the 1755 Lisbon Earthquake with Benjamin George. So Professor George not only has a passion for landscape architecture, but also for Portugal. He taught me a lot. I had not even heard of the 1755 Lisbon Earthquake, and it's one of the premier disasters out of that time in human history. The impacts were tremendous. And funny enough, as you listen to my audio recording right now, I'm recording this from Lisbon, Portugal. That's right. In 2024, we're launching off the year with a lot of international focus. And one of those focuses is going to be Portugal. And one of the reasons I'm here right now doing this recording is this conversation and, and the visit that I had with Utah State University. Portugal is an amazing place. I just did not fully appreciate the disaster resiliency that came from Lisbon. I'm recording this right now from Lisbon. And uh, check that out early in 2024. We're going to do some special podcasts focused on Portugal, Spain, and Morocco. I think you'll enjoy it. And for sure, again, check out podcast episode number 67 to learn more about that Lisbon earthquake and to learn more about landscape architecture. My number four memory for the GeoTrek podcast in 2023 was hanging out with Tulsa meteorologist Michael Seeger at the Storm Chaser Summit in Oklahoma City past February. So his story was so amazing to me. This was a man with a passion for art, and a passion for meteorology. He started out with an art degree and then had some years of zigzagging professionally through life. He ended up working as a doorman at a hotel in South Florida. He said that was a part of the zigzag path, but he felt that his personality being a little bit shy at times, being forced to interact with people and be more extroverted, working as a doorman at the this hotel in South Florida really helped prepare him for life as a broadcast meteorology uh, broadcast meteorologist. I just thought it was such an such an amazing story. You can hear it on podcast number sixty five. Art 
Aerosmith and Atmosphere with Tulsa meteorologist Michael Seeger. And the Aerosmith part comes from working as a doorman in South Florida. You can imagine a lot of famous people come through places like Miami and Fort Lauderdale. He talked about some of the folks that he met, like Aerosmith getting to hang out with them because he built a relationship with them as they came into the hotel. And he, again, he said that just learning those interactive skills and that conversation skills really helped prepare him for better work as a broadcast meteorologist. And he even said, had he not had that experience working as, as a doorman, he really couldn't do what he does today in as, as good of a capacity as he does it. He's an amazing, amazing meteorologist, very engaging, a very great communicator of weather information and, and has a very a large and growing, growing audience there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So Check that out for sure. I really enjoyed getting to know Michael at the Storm Chaser Summit. And again, you can hear our conversation and learn more about this zigzag path he took on episode 65 of the GeoTrek podcast. My number three memory of the GeoTrek podcast in 2023 was a conversation I had in Houston, Texas with innovator and entrepreneur Rahel Abraham. Her story was so inspirational to me. Rahel was a victim of Hurricane Harvey in 2017. She was living in Houston. Like many other people, she lost her vehicle to floodwaters, and she decided to do something about that. And so after Harvey, so many people had lost their cars or were buying used cars that now were flood damaged. It was a major problem in the metro area. She thought there has to be a solution to this. There has to be a way that we can protect our cars from being damaged. And so she not only thought up, but actually carried through, invented, designed, and produced a product called ClimaGuard. ClimaGuard is basically a watertight bag with military-grade fabric that goes around your vehicle and protects it from flood water. It's an amazing invention. It only costs about $400, and that's actually cheaper than the deductible you're going to pay on your flooded-out car. And then you're also not going to have a car and need to find a new vehicle that may be flood damaged. So it's an amazing story of someone that went from flood victim to innovator and entrepreneur. You can hear about it on GeoTrek podcast number 73, from flood victim to innovator, Rahel Abraham and ClimaGuard. It really inspired me that we can think creatively and that we can say, hey, maybe we can be part of the solution. All the time we hear people complaining about life and we all do this, right? We complain about things that we don't like, but not that many of us actually say, hey, there's something I can do. I can be part of the solution. I want to help create or innovate something because we know, especially in disaster prone communities in flood prone communities, sometimes we, th we see things and we say, why can't there be a bag around cars? Why can't there be floating houses? Why can't we have mobile flood barriers? And so it's really encouraging to see someone not only invent this, but someone that was a flood victim and said, hey, I can help out my community by inventing something and then we can export that and be a blessing to other places as well. So really cool podcast. Again, check that out. The conversation with Rahel, I think you'll be very inspired. That's episode number 73 of the GeoTrek podcast. Well, hey, y'all, here we are at the top two memories of the GeoTrek podcast in 2023. Number one and two are really good ones. Um, I mean, all of them are good, but these really start standing out to me as strong experiences. So number two the day after leaving the National Tropical Weather Conference in South Padre Island, Texas, I was on a bus back to the airport. And a lot of scientists from the conference were on that bus. 
And there in the bus was Phil Klotzbach. So Phil Klotzbach, he's really the lead for the seasonal forecasting coming out of Colorado State University. Really one of the best known hurricane scientists that there that there is as far as just the quality and depth of research and also the outreach. He has a tremendous amount of outreach. Everyone's always interested to hear the seasonal forecast and explaining why we could expect an active season or an inactive hurricane season. And uh, Phil's really the voice behind that. What's amazing about Phil as we're riding this bus up to the airport, I think he was talking to one of the scientist's spouses. Phil will talk to absolutely anybody. In fact, we're having a conference in Mobile, Alabama called CNC Connect with CNC Catastrophe and National Claims in early January. And one of the organizers mentioned their goat farm that they have. And Phil's like, well, I live in Colorado. We have goats. I can't wait to come to this conference in Alabama and meet your goats. Phil will talk to absolutely anybody. He's very humble very down to earth. And you may have heard me say, science doesn't actually need more smart people. It needs more humble people. We need people that are willing to talk to anyone, people that don't think that they're above anybody. And that's just so important because once you have pride and once you have arrogance, that's where you get... I'm on a bit of a soapbox here, if you'll let me. Um, With arrogance and pride, you get very siloed research groups that will not work together. People saying, no, we're the superior voice. You know, People that are down to earth and humble... They're really connectors. They help people in the research community connect and work together. They're invaluable people. Phil stands out to me like that. He'll talk to absolutely anybody, which I love about him. So we're there in the bus. We get to the airport. Phil and I start talking about the history of seasonal hurricane forecasting, which started at Colorado State with Dr. Bill Gray quite a while back. And Phil was telling me this story about how seasonal forecasting started. And he said originally Bill Gray wanted to get into something else. He actually had conducted some aircraft reconnaissance um, flying into hurricanes and had some aircraft reconnaissance data that he was going to analyze for for research. And there was like a stack of papers from this reconnaissance flights and they, uh, they, they turned their back and the papers were gone. Supposedly, a janitor threw out the papers of the research that they were planning to do at Colorado State University. And so with the the papers thrown out and that research project canceled, uh, apparently, they needed to find something else to do. And from that, they got into seasonal hurricane forecasting. Seasonal hurricane forecasting is now blown up to be this huge area of science with many research groups forecasting seasonal forecasts. But it's so interesting to, to hear that it almost started kind of by accident as far as, oh, no, the janitor threw out the papers for the aircraft reconnaissance. What are we going to do? Well, in the meantime, let's do seasonal forecasting. That ended up becoming really the hallmark of Bill Gray's legacy at Colorado State and now with Phil Klotzbach carrying on that tradition. So really interesting story there. The other thing that stands out to me, as we were standing there in the airport down by South Padre Island, Phil said to me, I really wish Bill Gray would have written this story, would have written a book about this history, but he never did. It's never really been captured and recorded. And we were talking right there. Well, why don't we do a podcast about it? And it helped me see, too, the GeoTrek podcast really exists now to collect these stories. We want to share really stories behind the science, deeper stories that don't get told, really the backstories of the people and the, the research that we hear about um, in the in the sciences of extreme weather and natural disasters. And that's really what we're doing here on the podcast. So you can hear that conversation I have with Phil Klotzbach on GeoTrek podcast number 72, the janitor threw out the data, the backstory of seasonal hurricane forecasting with Phil Klotzbach. 
Again, just an amazing story about how seasonal hurricane forecasting got started at Colorado State, what they look for when they do a seasonal forecast, and how that can apply to our knowledge of hurricane risk moving forward. Well, hey, everybody, that brings us to the number one memory from the GeoTrek podcast over the last year. Our audio engineer, Jeremiah Long, is so proficient and creative. I wouldn't doubt if you're hearing a drum roll right now or some kind of suspenseful audio leading us up to this moment of the number one memory on the GeoTrek podcast. Well, for me, I knew that this was going to be probably the number one or two memory when it was taking place. It comes from GeoTrek podcast number 70, the value of local knowledge building for epic snow loads in the Sierras. You can hear that. That was from this past spring when I went out to the Sierra Nevada mountains to document nearly 60 feet of snow that had fallen by that time. Roofs were collapsing. It was a serious situation. But there was this moment where there was a nice interface between the serious professional world of what was happening there with a little time for fun and pleasure and adventure as well. And this is what was happening. I went over to Tahoe City and I interviewed a professional engineer engineer named Ken Whittles and his team there, they design for big time snow loads. They explained to me the engineering and architecture behind designing for these massive amounts of snow that they can get out there in the Sierra Nevada. Well, as we were wrapping up our professional interview, they invited me to join them for something they call lunch laps. So in lunch laps, they put down their professional work, they maybe pick up a sandwich and their ski jacket, and they head up to the slopes. They live right down the road from Tahoe Palisades Ski Resort, one of the best ski areas in the country. Again, this area received nearly 60 feet of snow. There was tons of powder. If you've never been to Tahoe Palisades, some of the drops there are over 3,000 feet of skiable a terrain elevation change. And so I told them, you know, I have a, I have another interview set up, but they prevailed upon me. They persisted. And I thought I can't pass this up. I love snow. I love playing in it. I actually used to be a snowboard coach back during the 2004, 2005 season in upstate New York. I grew up snowboarding, but it had been more than 18 years since I had been on a board. And so it was so exciting to get out there with their team. But this is what was really an interesting moment for me. As I was with Ken Whittle's team of engineers at the ski resort. And we were taking one of these, these uh, big time trams up the mountain, basically an enclosed, enclosed ski lift. As we were doing that, I saw his team of engineers kind of looking around at this amazing, beautiful landscape, but interpreting the snow patterns and the drifting patterns for their ski runs. And I thought, this is amazing because just an hour before we were in their office and they were talking about the same kind of interpretations of snow loading and snow patterns and drifting and how that can affect design of a building and enabling a building to function and support and sustain that amount of snow load. Here they were an hour later using that same knowledge to determine what path they're going to use in their ski run over lunch. I thought that's really interesting. GeoTrack likes to be on the interface between professional and also, you know, professional settings and settings that are more playful and fun and adventurous. And there we were in this moment really experiencing both. I thought that was such a cool moment. And for me, it's a number one memory from the GeoTrek podcast in 2023. Another thing really stood out to me in that moment is that when we think of snow, we often think of this beautiful, fun, powdery, magical phenomenon, but too much of it, and you can have buildings collapsing. Think about rain showers, a rain shower in the spring, you walk outside, it smells so good, it gives 
life, flowers start popping up, but too much persistent rain and suddenly we have a flood. A sunny blue sky day is a great day to go to the park. But if you have 95 of them in a day, if you have 95 of them in a row, all of a sudden you're getting water shortages and severe drought. And so just sometimes it's interesting within the natural world, we see these beautiful things that provide, you know, either beauty or fun and adventure, but too much of them. And all of a sudden we have natural hazards. And I thought that was true as well. We, we were covering snow as a hazard and as a harm and a danger to the people and the environment out there. But there was this other side of it where snow also provides amazing recreation and tourism and fun and adventure as well in the ski resorts and the backcountry of the mountainous areas as well. So anyway, anyway, everyone, uh, that was my number one memory for the season. Again, one of these memories where we get out there in the landscape, we get out there and we live an adventure, but we're not only having fun as we travel, we're also learning about how extreme weather and natural disasters work, what their impacts are in society, and again, what we can do to get out ahead of them and help better prepare and build so that we can reduce losses. Well, hey, GeoTrackers, that not only wraps up this episode of the GeoTrack podcast, but wraps up this entire calendar year. Now, 2023 is in the rearview mirror. We cannot wait to adventure and journey with you in 2024. We wanted to thank you for your loyalty and your listenership. Because of your support, GeoTrack podcast was able to move into the number one spot for podcasts on the topic of natural disasters, according to Feedspot in 2023. So thank you again for your support. If you're not yet subscribed to the podcast, we'd ask you to please subscribe to it on your favorite podcast platform or wherever you listen to podcasts. So whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or some other platform, please subscribe to our to the GeoTrack podcast. Your subscription helps us mark professional progress, makes it possible for us to create more professional partnerships moving forward. We also wanted to thank CNC Catastrophe and National Claims. So they're the parent company behind the GeoTrack podcast. They've provided a tremendous amount of support, vision, and leadership through their years. You know, they've been working in insurance services for more than 30 years as a family-run business that's been helping people get really back on their feet after natural disasters for more than three decades. You can uh, find them online. Again, they're CNC Catastrophe and National Claims. They're doing a lot of different things. In 2024, they're sponsoring a big conference related to insurance services, insurance adjusting, and natural disasters. That's in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, from January 10th, 8th to the 10th. But again, doing a lot of great work and supporting a lot of these uh, different partners that we have out there doing good work. Without the support of CNC Catastrophe and National Claims, the GeoTrek podcast would not at all be possible. I also wanted to thank the individual members of the GeoTrek team. We have a large team behind the scenes doing so much work. I know you all hear my voice on the podcast, but you probably wouldn't hear me at all. And a lot of you would have never discovered the podcast if it wasn't for our amazing team really working behind the scenes. Seneth Baker provides a lot of the leadership and vision behind the GeoTrek podcast. From the first day, we've had a lot of conversations that Seneth has helped lead us and help us really understand where we're going and where we want to go as a podcast. So 
a lot of that leadership and vision has come from Seneth Baker. She's an integral part of our team, and we couldn't be where we are today without her. Also, when you listen to the podcast, and it sounds like you're listening to a seamless audio thread that's all one continuous podcast, you're often hearing background music and sound effects. Really, all of that is the amazing audio engineering from Jeremiah Long. So I'll typically give him anywhere from six or seven to as many as 15 or even 20 audio clips, especially when I'm in the field, I'm recording individual interviews. There may be 15 to 20 different clips that he's joining together in this seamless audio podcast that has music and sound effects mixed in. It sounds so professional. I'm just handing him raw work and he's turning out this masterpiece. Jeremiah puts a lot of time and a lot of effort into every podcast and it sounds so much better and sounds so much more professional because of his hard work. Also, a lot of you have discovered the GeoTrek podcast through social media. We have a lot on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and and, and LinkedIn and, and these different platforms. That work is really Ashley Anderson working tirelessly to promote our podcast to all these different audiences. Audiences. We get new listeners that way. They share it with their audience. And that's how our podcast has really grown. And that work that Ashley has done has really helped us take off from being a, an average podcast, if you will, to being at the very top of the natural disaster podcast in the rankings. And so, Ashley, thank you so much for your hard work doing that and just helping people see and discover this amazing podcast. And then also a lot of you have commented on the amazing art with GeoTrek Podcast. We have a lot of graphics and art and and just beautiful messaging that really come from the work of Amy Wilkins and Braxton Brown. They're working behind the scenes to create art on every episode. Uh, we have a lot of unique and customized art depending on the theme, depending on the topic, depending on the week. And so that's really Amy and Braxton working behind the scenes to create that professionally looking art that will then go into the social media and the other platforms to help promote our podcast. So as you could tell, we have a large team behind the scenes. A lot of them are in Mobile, Alabama. I'm often traveling around, sometimes in Mobile, but often at home where I live in Galveston, Texas. I also wanted to thank our listeners just for the interaction. We've had a lot of interaction on these different social media platforms. We talked about how Ashley is, uh, is posting a lot on these different platforms, and then we're hearing back from all of you. We can we encourage you to continue that interaction with us. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you think can be improved. If you have ideas for interviews, or you, sometimes people say, hey, you really should interview this professional or this expert. Please let us know those people that you think would be great guests on the GeoTruck podcast. A lot of times those referrals and that networking gets us some of the best quality content that we find. Uh, we love having these conversations with you. We love discovering the world of natural disasters and extreme weather. And as you know, with the podcast, it's not just about learning facts. It's all about applying it back to your life so you can make decisions to make yourself, your family, and your community even more resilient moving forward. Well, hey, y'all, thanks for an amazing 2023. We can't wait to explore the world with you in 2024. Continue having these conversations, continuing exploring and learning the world, and having new adventures in the new year. On behalf of the GeoTrek team, this is Dr. Hal Needham signing off. We really enjoyed 2023 with you and we'll catch you in the next year in 2024 right here on the GeoTrek Podcast.